Welcome to Business Scale Insights with Kimberly Marie Bonner. Listen for commentary, interviews, and information on how to grow your business. For all the details, contact BusinessScaleInsightsNetwork.com. So, Empire Builders, are you ready? Here's Kimberly Marie Bonner. Hello, Empire Builders, and welcome back to another episode of Business Scale Insights. And I have the honor of interviewing Julia Aquino Serrano, who has spent 20 years in finance, strategy, and operations. You don't look a day over 18, girlfriend. Um, She has her bachelor's degree in finance and an MBA with a specialization in accounting. She also understands how to simplify the complexity of finance so we can utilize the power of our financial information and reports to both manage and build our businesses. I brought Julia uh, onto the show. I consider her a friend. But I also wanted her to share her expertise with the listening audience because I think financial literacy is just a big area for business owners that's just missing. I I see it over and over again. It's kind of like Groundhog Day when I deal with a new client, like their basic pieces of their financial life, of their business's financial life that they don't understand. And I don't have an accounting background like you. And so... um, I many times point them to their CPA, but unfortunately, their CPA is not like Julia. I wish I could clone you, so I'm trying to do that through this show. Um, Many CPAs do not know how to teach these concepts, or they don't care to teach these concepts, and hopefully... You know, this show for those who are listening, listen to part one because Julia goes over so many wonderful things. concepts, financial concepts. And then also you can visit our website, businessscaleinsightsnetwork.com for a replay of the show. But before I go any further, if people want to take a course from you, if they want to learn from you, if they want to follow you and be just become like, you know, just a follower or a devotee of Julia, how can they contact you? So I have a few email addresses. But <laughs> yes, you do. We'll- We'll just start with the main two. So uh, my consulting company, allsystemsgrow.co, gives you information about the consulting side. And then shedefined.com is my workshops, retreats, and coaching for women. And on shedefined.com, we actually have a really cool workshop going on right now called the Zen of Finance. And so if you go to shedefined.com and type in Zen... The workshop will come up and you can take a look and see if it's something that that you would enjoy. I highly, highly, highly encourage anyone who's listening to this broadcast to sign up for that. Um, Although, if you're a guy, can you sign up for the Zen? Absolutely. It's the same concepts for everybody. (laughs) Same concepts. I have to ask because I know some guy is listening. Can I do it too? Of course. Um, But really, again, I love my CPAs out there. But unfortunately, I have not come across that many CPAs that teach uh, their clients. So you're giving an invaluable service to everyone out there. Thank you. So before we started recording, we were talking about this concept. And you've talked about it with me many times, uh, of paying yourself first. If you're an entrepreneur, uh, if you're starting your own business, paying yourself first. What's that, what's that all about? And why do you believe that so, so passionately that that's very important? Sure. So I'm sure many listeners have or 
or may have heard of the Lean Startup. And yes. there's all kinds of books about bootstrapping. And, and we all start, you know, I have three companies. We all start with really tight budgets and making sure that we can get the company off the ground. And I totally respect that and believe that's necessary in an entrepreneurial environment. However, what happens with many entrepreneurs is if they have any money in the bank or any ability in the bank to pay themselves or to keep their their life running at some level, they won't pay themselves at all. And so what happens is everyone around them gets a paycheck and they don't until such time as they, quote, can. But what happens is they keep hiring and keep paying others and never pay themselves two to three years in. They're burnt out and they're resentful and they're done. Or worse, they don't have any money in the bank, but they can't pay themselves. And they're just so busy keeping their head above water Mm -hmm. that they're throwing money out there to do everything that everyone's telling them to do instead of really looking at what paying themselves something, even if it's small to begin with, and then utilizing the money that's coming in to obviously uh, move the company forward. But if you don't pay yourself something at some level, first of all, there's IRS implications at some point. And, you know, but really getting to the point that you value what you're doing, you're working 60, 70, 80 hours a week. It gets very, very difficult if you do not get your company to a point that you can pay yourself something. Now, you can grow that something Mm -hmm. to the point that it makes sense. You don't have to take every penny out of the company. You, You need to reinvest. But really getting clear on not only what you want to pay yourself, but then creating your sales plan to make sure that you can pay those around you and yourself. Create the sales goal from that place. It's so funny because in my experience, I've seen two types of business owners, kind of like bipolar business owners. On the one hand, they're the people who don't want to touch anything. They don't want to get a salary. They just are petrified of that for whatever reason. And then the other people who are greedy as hell, (laughs) they don't don't care about really reinvesting in other than themselves and a car. And, you know, have you seen that kind of, I see it all the time, unfortunately. And so, you know, you've talked to the the business owner who doesn't want to take a salary. What about the people who are just like, me, 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 me. They're pilfering. (laughs) They're pilfering their own company. So neither business owner is going to be probably successful. I agree. I agree. And so you need to sort of meet in the middle. And, you know, I think in in the first um, show, we did talk about people that take everything, take all the profit out, right? And that's dangerous. You have to reinvest and grow the company. Uh, So really, it's understanding what you want to get paid within reason, what others around you need to get paid to do their jobs, right? We need to operate the business and scale it. And then really start to decide what that looks like from a budget perspective and build your company that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and uh, these issues also go to two concepts that you talk about in your courses being bankable or is is it? Lendable and financeable. I'm sorry. Lendable (laughs) and and financeable. Mm -hmm. What are those concepts all about? Well, this is this is actually a great conversation too, and I'm sure you've run across this where entrepreneurs start making money mm-hmm. and they start to mm-hmm. have a positive bottom line, mm-hmm. and then they're like, "Well, I got to pay taxes," <laughs> and so so then they're like, "Well, I don't want to pay taxes, so I'm going to run some more stuff through here so I don't show a profit, even Absolutely. though I know I I made a profit and I I made some money over here." 
But now I'm going to show that I didn't make a profit. And so, yay, I didn't have to pay taxes. Well, guess what? They start growing two, three years down the line. They go to a bank to get financing. And the bank's like, well, you never made any money. No, 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 I did. I did. I made money. But I took it all. No, no. That doesn't work. That doesn't work. So. Surprise. You are, you, you have to really. Your bottom line, your net income is so important to being lendable or financeable and also cash flow. So, again, remember we talked about that net income of $100,000 on your profit and loss from on the first show. But yet you don't have any money in the bank, right? Your cash flow is negative because you're spending it on the balance sheet side. Absolutely. You have to pay attention to that as well because the bank doesn't just look at whether or not you have a positive net income, right? I made money. They also want to know that you have cash flow to cover the debt payments. And so you have to pay attention to how and where you're spending your money. And you have to strive to pay taxes. (laughs) You have to strive to be profitable. So true. So true. Well, people think that they're getting away with it. And I can understand, particularly in the early, early, early stages of a company, you don't want to, people want to avoid uh, writing big checks. However, um, you know, I've dealt with companies that been have been in existence for 10, 15 years. And, you know, I asked immediately to see. I always know it's not going to go well when I ask to see the P&L. And the, if, if the business has been in existence for over 10 years and it take it, I get a, well... Mm. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> Never a good sign. Let me talk to the CPA and I'm like, oh, 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 oh. It's just so funny um, because if they come to me and they want to, f- they want to, let's say, franchise their business and all I see is, for lack of a better word, you know, accounting jujitsu uh, that makes them look <laughs> like they are not profitable, but it's clear that they are profitable, right? Um, but it's just all over the place and it just looks like they're not profitable. And I say to them, honestly, you're not going to get anyone who's really sane investing in this business because at some point, Someone is going to ask about profit. Yep. And the financials. Yeah. Some somebody, somebody. And if and if you're not prepared to, I like to use the word, open the kimono and get some somewhat naked with people, then there is you. You might get your cousin. You might get. You might get. You know, a member of the family. And that's not a bad thing. You know, right. your BFF from college or whatever like that 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 might be your first few franchisees but beyond that you're not going to get a really talented savvy uh franchise investor because they're just not it just doesn't add up not saying that they're going to use the same calculus as a bank but they there are they are going to be looking at the kind of the basics mm-hmm. the financial basics of your enterprise and they're going to ask you questions they're going to ask you pointed questions. And any franchise developer that tells you, oh, well, you know, you should hide that. Nah, nah, nah. In my opinion, that's very short-sighted. I try to disclose that kind of financial information in the financial, uh, the, the, the franchise disclosure document. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I just basically say, let's, let's put as much information out there in that item 19 as possible if it's good. 
right? Yes. If it's not good, maybe you shouldn't be franchising right now and, you know, sitting it out a few years until that gets kind of cleaned up. Um, Not everybody believes like I do. But to me, one of the greatest ways to get buy-in from anybody, not just a bank, but however you want to, angels, Mm -hmm. VCs, franchisees, is to really not to have to have to have a financial kind of um, statements that are readable and pass the pass the I'm not BSing mm-hmm. test, and then people are like, oh, okay, this is a sound, this is a sound business because how else can anyone really tell if it's a sound business, right? Well, I think too that it really comes down to whether or not. You want a lifestyle business or a scalable business? I agree. I agree. And people say they want a scalable business, but, no, but they, they behave there and you treat go. it like a lifestyle business. You know, if you want a scalable business, you have to treat it with care and do the right thing no matter what. And that includes pay taxes. <laughs> it is so absolutely, absolutely important. But I don't know... You know, but the CPAs go kind of go along for the ride with that. What's up with that? So I think a lot of times, and I can't speak for anyone other than myself, but I I do think that a lot of times they will follow the lead of their client. They won't do anything illegal, but they will help them to maybe manage their taxes, right? But, But to your point, and this is, again, why I have you on the program, CPAs, and I I love all you CPAs out there. I'm not beating you up. I'm just telling you, sharing my own personal story. You got to do more than just what the the client is saying when you know long-term, if they share with you, I have a vision for scaling the business. You got to sit there and say, you know, if this is what you want to do long-term and it's not a lifestyle to your point business, you know we got to pay some taxes at some point. But you also know that CPAs face the same stuff you and I face, which is they give them the opinion and then the, I know. the person goes does and does whatever what they, they want to do. So that's the other side of this. I know. All right. Well, we will be right back after this break. If you already have a proven business model, but have concerns about the best way to grow and scale, then you should contact the experts at New Day Consulting Systems. New Day uses innovative techniques to 10 times the impact of your business. Your local business can become a regional, national, or international enterprise. New Day Consulting Systems will show you how. For more information and to get started with New Day, visit the website at NewDayConsultingSystems.com. One word, NewDayConsultingSystems.com. To get your business off the ground and into orbit, contact New Day today. Kimberly Marie Bonner helps millions make millions on Business Scale Insights Thursdays at 12.30 p.m. on WSBR. Business Scale Insights helps your business move from startup to scale-up and is sponsored by New Day Consulting Systems. New Day Consulting Systems can help turn your business into a franchise and scale it globally. Interested? Go to their website, NewDayConsultingSystems.com. And don't forget to tune in Thursdays at 1230 for Business Scale Insights with Kimberly Marie Bonner. And we're back. 
thank you guys for coming back. I am interviewing Julia Aquino Serrano, and we're talking about financial literacy for business owners. And so hopefully you have been, you've stayed tuned. We're in the final stretches of this episode. And I wanted to talk to Julia about issues related to women business owners because she's done a lot of work in that space and we kind of scratched the surface a little bit when you talked about women and numbers and kind of being a little paranoid about it and so share with the listening audience your work experience i know you're a past president of nabo uh and you'll explain that acronym and just is there a difference between the genders when it comes to business owners and how they approach finances Thank you. Sure. Yes. So I am past president of Navo Broward Palm Beach, which is the National Association of Women Business Owners. It's a 45-year-old organization uh, based in advocacy for women business owners. The work they've done is amazing. And I've been in on multiple stages speaking about yes. women in business and fear and all those things that makes us unique. And I'm really really knowledgeable because I happen to be a woman. <laughs> and so as much as I may seem like I got it all together, I have had plenty of moments. So I get it. And so what I find really working with and why I really have moved into a niche um, of working with women business owners is we do things differently. We sell differently. We think differently. We allow things to stop us that maybe your male counterpart may not and we have different fears and a lot of times we allow them to hold us back uh we're you know i'll sit in front of a room of 200 women and say how many of you have a big vision or a dream and less than half the hands will go up wow less than half you gotta be kidding no and i literally stand on the stage heartbroken in the moment and then but my job on that stage is really to get them to embrace the fact that they get to have a vision they get to have a dream and so in the business world what I see is women a lot of times you know valid or not will start their business so that they can have a lifestyle business so yes, that they can absolutely pick up the kids from school but they still want to do something really amazing in the world so kudos to them and you build your business based on that knowledge mm -hmm. and then I have women who have their feet in two different boats. They're building lifestyle business, but they talk about scaling. And so really helping them to move into the scaling side actually requires them to walk through some fear stuff. Because in the lifestyle business, they're able to, they're thriving, they're surviving, they're making enough, and they're having time with their family. But now they're like, oh, I, I might actually want to build and scale this, but you have to move that other foot, that steady foot into the rocky boat of scaling and growth and that is very scary so really working with women to get through to that big dream why is it so scary for women in particular i think the failure factor you know when when we're building a quote lifestyle business we don't have to prove anything to anyone only we know if we're making money or not only we know if if this is successful or not when we actually get to the point that we want to grow and scale you're really stepping into a big 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 role many times you're really taking a leap and responsibility and responsibility and then when you start hiring now you're responsible for other people's salary and you're responsible for making sure they have the work and women and i include myself 
and almost every woman I know, there's a perfectionism. Mm -hmm. And you can't be a functioning entrepreneur, business owner, and be a perfectionist. You you will just die. (laughs) Your business will die. You'll die. You'll have a nervous breakdown. Talk about that because that's that's massive. Uh, uh, It I I'm gonna use. I was dealing with a um, a person, (laughs) and uh, she had this issue related to possibly taking a leap of faith and scaling. Mm-hmm. Uh, that the, and and it was related to not having all the eyes dotted and the T's crossed. And I was I and I tried I tried very hard to explain to her that this is normal mm-hmm. in the business world as long as the people that you are doing the scaling with appreciate everyone is disclosed. These are the risks involved. When we do this and there is obviously a risk that this is going to tank right? right and we've done all part both parties have done their due diligence but if we shirk back there is there's there's possibly a greater risk that you're going to be left behind um in the market so can you talk about that whole perfectionism thing when it comes to scaling because to scale you just you're gonna break a lot of stuff you're gonna make a ton of mistakes Mm -hmm. you're gonna misfire you're gonna mishire you're gonna it's gonna be it's like oh my god it's not it's not pretty when you're growing well so kimberly think about what perfectionism really is Okay. It's fear of making a mistake. Yeah, absolutely. Fear of people seeing you as less than perfect. Fear of you know messing something up. Fear of the world you know not being successful. And I was one of those. I was one of those chicks. I really was. We all were. We all were because in perfectionism we get to stay stuck. Yes. <laughs> you have to step out of perfectionism and be willing to fail. To succeed. And that's huge. And that's why we get stuck in, oh, when I have $100,000, when this happens, when that happens. Now, I can tell you from living life for all these years, the when is never going to come in exactly the package we think it should. So we will never have that perfect moment to do the thing we say we need to do. So you need to let go of it. You need to literally let go and be okay with failure with falling, with making mistakes, with it not turning out exactly as you envisioned, because what, how it does show up and the lessons we learn along the way and our ability to grow and scale comes from learning to fall. How do you learn to fall? By falling. <laughs> <laughs> All right, philosopher. <laughs> well, I, Financial but- philosophy by Julia. <laughs> is just not cute but it's, it's not okay. pretty but life's it's not, not cute. pretty we're i know but as girls we're taught to be sugary and yeah. spicy and everything and nice <laughs> and where did it get us we nowhere have... <laughs> oh my word what we're taught serves us at some level until it doesn't yes and if you're gonna sit in your little box in your little perfect life, in your little perfect house and risk nothing, it will serve you. 
But if you want something greater and bigger, you have to risk. You have to fall. You have to fail. You have to be okay with getting back up and trying again. Wow. Did you guys hear that? <laughs> Did you ladies hear that? That's a lot. That's a lot. So if if people want to hear more of the philosophy of Julia, <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, where can they see you? I know you're doing so many different things. You're active in NABO. You've got all of your workshops. You've got your clients. You're also doing a lot of uh, philanthropic work. So pick one and and plug it hard to the audience. Okay. So, well, I'm going to go philanthropic. Okay, okay. So I was just named event chair for uh, American Cancer Society's Making Strides Against Breast Cancer for Southern Palm Beach County. And I That's am awesome. a breast cancer survivor. I am six years cancer free. And so the walk is going to be in October. And I would love to see everyone there. But if they want to learn more about me, shedefined.com, allsystemsgrow.co. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Look up my name. I'm there. I'd love to talk to anyone that has questions. Definitely reach out to Julia. It'll be more than worth it. It'll change your life, not only your business life, but your life. Trust me. She's done that for me. Thank you. Read the book, She Strategy. She Strategy, my book. Yes. Thank you. All right. Well, that is up. Our time is, is over. And come back next week on Business Scale Insights. Thank you. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Business Scale Insights with Kimberly Marie Bonner. To get her personal attention to you and your empire, go to businessscaleinsightsnetwork.com. That's businessscaleinsightsnetwork.com. And tune in again next week for more from Kimberly Marie Bonner with Business Scale Insights.